Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. LaFanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 41. I got what you want. <laughs> I got what you want. <laughs> I got, got what you need. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that comes to mind. I know. Okay, intern. So if you're wondering what this is actually about, we are going to be talking about His Needs, Her Needs by William Harley Jr. And we're going to be talking about The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Now, we may not go in order with His and Her ne- His Needs or Her Needs, um, because we're just going to kind of incorporate them into the five love languages. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard of the five love languages by now, what rock have you been sleeping under? <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially if you do any type of self-reflecting, self-awareness, you know, love mm-hmm. research. Or if you're on social media, you that may too. not know exactly what they are, but people talk about them or who all created the time. it. Mm-hmm. I know you're not loving me from my love language all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, but do you even know what your love language is? Right. Like, did you take the test? And please take the test. Don't don't just guess what yes. what it is because you think, oh, that fit me. Mm-mm, nope, that fit me because you can see some, see yourself in all of them actually. Mm-hmm. So take the test. Yeah, you got a little little sprinkle. Of all five of them. But, you know, I was watching something on the tick of talks and (laughs) uh, this woman was talking about, tell me your love language and then I'll tell you where your trauma is. Mm. I said, what you're not going to do is come on this TikTok and give me no therapy. (laughs) (laughs) And so she was, I can't remember what hers was, but somebody that responded to her, she said that hers was quality time. Mm hmm. And she had a fear of abandonment because everybody left her. Mm. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it do. You know, when you think of especially quality time, you know, you were likely neglected in some sort of a way, Mm -hmm. abandoned in some sort of way um, or dismissed, Mm -hmm. you know, in a different type of way. So I can completely understand that, you know, when you're need starved in any area, just like if you were starved of food, when you finally get some, you know, mm-hmm. your your mind is going to tell you to go overboard, even though you need to kind of slowly work your way into it. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. thing with, you know, kind of emotional needs. If you are deprived of support, concern, understanding, you know, that kind of checking in, then when yeah. somebody finally gives it to you, that's where them trauma bonds come from. It does. And, you know, it's weird because people don't pay attention to what they need mm-hmm. I had a client the other day who I was we were working on some trauma stuff and I asked her to identify what makes her feel safe and she couldn't do it and so then she started reminiscing on some time she had with certain family members and it, it was a particular family member that she identified and was saying how some things that she did for her and for her cousins made her feel safe. Mm. And I said, so that means you, you need some people in your life that show up for you and make space for you. And she was like, I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. But when you think about your life and your, the history of your life, you can determine, you can tell what you need by the people you have around you. And, but you also have to be careful with that because some people you have around you don't need to be around you because they're not giving you what you need. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cause they may be satisfying a different one. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just like we spoke on one of the previous sessions, I don't, I can't remember if it was um last week's or not, but when you, what was the point that I was just trying to make? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were talking guys. about satisfying the need. Uh, a different need. Oh yeah. Um, so when you 
never mind. I just can't even remember now. It literally, <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. It literally just flew right out of my head. You took my chemo brain. I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, it be like that sometimes. I know, I had a good point and everything, and then it was like... <laughs> It'll come back to you while we're talking about something else. You'd be like, you know what? When we went, we was talking about that earlier. That's what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> all right. See, you know, yeah. play is messed up too. It's all right. That's, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I think another point that is important for our interns to know is it's important for you to know your love languages from the perspective of what you want to receive. But it's also important to know what you give yes absolutely because a lot of times I feel and I could be wrong because I didn't write this you know I feel that we give from a place of protection a lot of times what takes the least from us Mm -hmm. so I can like I tend to of course I give like physical because that's you know that's just me period that's just the way I grew up but I tend to give gifts to people and I got like zero (laughs) in gifts like for myself personally that I want to receive Uh yeah I, I would. I, I never thought about it from that perspective, but I do pay attention to my receiving and my giving. But I never mm-hmm. thought about it from the, in the way that you did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're not always the same. Sometimes they are, of course, mm-hmm. but a lot of times they're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I since, think about that. Since we're like six minutes in, <laughs> how about we tell everybody <laughs> what ours are? What the? Well, no, what the five love okay. languages are. Oh. That makes sense. <laughs> that no. makes sense. They're like, what is y'all talking? They say y'all just on here does a cackling and, and we don't even know what y'all talking about yet. Mm-hmm. So, but like we were saying a little bit earlier, the five love languages does have a quiz. So if you just simply do your Google's um, and type in five love languages, it will take you to the link um, and the website. And there mm-hmm. is a quiz on the website. The thing that I always tell people when they go answer honestly Nobody is over your shoulder pressuring you mm-hmm. to respond a particular way. If you want to receive flowers and gifts, and if that really is important to you, it's okay mm-hmm. to to say that as you're answering the things. Uh, and I also tell people when you're looking at the questions, think about if this was not present in my in my uh, relationship, would I be able to handle it? Mm-hmm. And think about what you want now because remember we've told you all before that we change over time so Mm -hmm. think about what you want now not what you used to like because that's not going to help you absolutely yeah so the five love languages are words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts acts of service and physical touch okay (laughs) all right so i guess we gotta break them down a little bit more yes (laughs) so the first one you know is words of affirmation and this one i feel like always gets a bad rap there too to get a bad rap all the time and words of affirmation people think it's just like compliments or showering your love with compliments they know how i feel first of all why you with the person if you don't want to give them what they need that's the first thing yes Mm -hmm. but secondly they don't know because like we've said in the past, nobody out here reading your mind. Mm-hmm. So you do need to put forth that effort. But, you know, words of affirmations are, it means to speak kindly to the mm-hmm. person that you are in relationship with. And these are not just romantic relationships. They can be other types of relationships, friends, family, coworkers, whatever. Um, you need to make sure that the conversation is healthy. You need to make sure that you are capable of listening to the person that you are dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, for the average person, when they hear words of affirmation, like you said, they think, you're so pretty, you're so, you know, you're so wonderful, you're helpful, but they don't think about the different types like, you know, just showing appreciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's a word of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Or if you in the black community, okay, polka dot, you know, we we <laughs> notorious for saying something. We are not even I see yes. you player. Yeah. 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 So that that is a word of affirmation. Like yeah. it does not have to be this Dr. Strickland, you know, your curls, they look extra elongated today. (laughs) Thank you for gracing us. Like, it it don't have to be out at you. Yeah, it's not so formal. And you probably do it more than what you realize. Uh, Even a high five, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's still, even though it's not a word, it is an action that still portrays some sort of support, encouragement, Mm -hmm. uh, and communicates to the other person, like, I see you. 
because you have to remember there's nothing wrong with admiring the people that you're around. It's nothing wrong with um, just helping them to feel like you adore them. Like I want my friends to understand that I appreciate being in their presence and them being in my presence and just us being able to spend time with each other and just adoring each other, admiring one another. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now this is one of mine and we can talk about ours specifically at the end, but this is one of mine. And so a thing that I always tell people that I date is when we talk about love languages is that I don't need you to compliment me because I, I really don't care one way or the other what you think about <laughs> when it comes <laughs> to that. But it's more so don't tear me down mm-hmm. because if you hurt me in an area of my love language is going to bring out, you know, we don't talked about this, our other personalities yeah. and I'm be looking at you like, why are you talking to me like that? And I got to yoke you. No. I, I feel you on that. One of the things that I used to tell fathers um, that have daughter, well, sons too, is that well especially daughters though is that when you have a daughter compliment her tell her she's pretty you know give her those words of affirmation those types of words of affirmation so that when she starts dating she doesn't choose the first person that tells her she's pretty because mm-hmm. that if you if she's never heard it before she's not used to it because my dad used to always call me princess pretty beautiful and all of those things so that was something that I was used to hearing mm-hmm. so when someone you know tried to talk to me or get my number or something like that and they said something like that it wasn't like oh my god he's just he mm-mm. thank you yeah. I appreciate you mm. you got to come up with some more game with that yeah, <laughs> yeah it goes back yeah. to what we've said before like your parent is your first internal voice yeah mm-hmm. and so if if it's void ain't nothing in there you just the people that are your classmates and your first lovers and things like that they are the ones that are going to have that first voice because yours has not developed yet Mm -hmm. yeah so it is important that you know parents or you know authority figures and things like that feed positivity into even if you're giving a correction still feed positivity into the person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it all goes to tone body language you know facial expressions all of those things are important when you're you know using words of affirmation if that's this person's particular love language you know all of that comes into play because Mm -hmm. I can say you're so smart (laughs) (laughs) and it doesn't have the same weight as Mm -mm. you really tried very hard on that man you you worked really hard I'm proud of you you did great Uh, look at you look at all that effort, man, you're so smart. That's yeah. very different. You know, the person's going to receive it. Um, so all of that matters, you know, when the way you speak, what you say, and oftentimes people are going to look at the way you say something versus what you actually said. But them think two things are definitely still important together. Mm-hmm. And it's because it, you have to understand your friends need to, your, not only your romantic partners need to, feel that appreciation and adornment and everything your friends do do too there's been times that dr strickland or myself will send each other a text just randomly just you know appreciating our friendship and stuff and the other one will be like well i love you too friend Mm because we know that that's what you you know what, Mm -hmm. what we're saying so it's it's important to do those types of things for both romantic and platonic friendships or relationships Mm -hmm. i totally agree with that Mm mm-hmm Uh, Yeah, I know that's something that I do a lot, um, what you were just describing, Uh, because this goes back to I definitely don't remember what session number, but I was talking about like I have a friend that I like pre-scheduled text messages for, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, not because I don't want this person in my life or, you know, I don't, I have a problem with them or anything like that, but just kind of because of my um, background and, you know, the I don't want to say the way I was raised because that sounds very negatively skewed towards my parents, but how I interpreted the way my parents raised Mm me, um, you know, just contacting people is not something that comes to the top of my mind. Yeah. Um, so I do make sure that every now and then I will send something very specific, letting this person know kind of like what they, they mean to me and you know kind of how they fit in my life because I know it's not something that it's going to come naturally mm-hmm. for me to just do on a regular basis yeah and plus yeah. it makes you feel good to give it yeah. and to hear it from other people yeah you know yeah and I I actually recognize that um a lot with my fiance 
I would just send him a random text. That's your husband, girl. I don't know why you trying to say that. Oh, your fiance, yeah, that's he right. We husband. did get married. <laughs> <laughs> I, my my ring, I, I left my ring at home, so I forgot. <laughs> it's still new. It's still I know. fresh. <laughs> so, yes, my husband. Sorry. Um, I, I, I send him random text messages just kind of telling him how much of a, you know, man he is to me mm-hmm. and just, just appreciation. And he'll send me this wonderful like meme like oh my god with big eyes oh my god I can't believe you said you know he he gets so excited by it that you know I Mm -hmm. know that that's something that he likes Mm -hmm. so I try to make sure I give it to him absolutely that vulnerability Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that's 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 what pops up um that kind of ties into the his needs her needs stuff absolutely that goes with you know um, what is it called? Intimate conversation, mm-hmm. admiration, mm-hmm. admiration, mm-hmm. openness and honesty, like those sorts of those parts of that particular book or that particular way to, you know, structure your life. That's important. Those two things go together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And those intimate conversations are very important. I don't when you first start dating someone, you you know, you you have those conversations. Absolutely. You have those intimate conversations, but somewhere down the line they leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's I know a lot of women say that their significant other used to talk to them a lot, but now they just shut down. Mm-hmm. And the thing is you you there could be a reason why. You know, you definitely mm-hmm. have to figure out why. Like was something said or a uh, reaction given that made him shut down? or that made him feel like feel unsafe in the conversations that you all are having. Yeah. So that's something that you if that's happening to you in in your relationship, you may want to go back because when you've been together for a long time or it don't even have to be a long time, it's just you can have a conflict <laughs> with your significant other. Mm-hmm. Things can be said, looks can be given, body language can be uh, uh misperceived. So mm-hmm. you know, you have to think about all of that when you're communicating. Absolutely. Yeah. I would consider words of affirmation to be like an umbrella mm-hmm. um, for intimate conversation, mm-hmm. openness and honesty and admiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think those kind of expand on that, that term a yeah. little bit Yeah, because it's, you know, intimate, like we were just saying, intimate conversation is like us really diving into something mm-hmm. and, and picking it apart. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about problems. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be because, you know, I love to talk about the universe. Like that could be <laughs> like, hey, let's talk about do you believe in aliens and do you believe we're the only, you know, it could, that's part. <laughs> hey, don't judge me. No. We are not. When you said that, though, my mind automatically went to the MCU. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was laughing. Universes. Yes. 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 Multiverses, you know, (laughs) string theory. Look, we can really get into it if y'all want to now. Um, (laughs) But that also uh, is part of intimate conversation. You know, those just, it doesn't always have to focus on talking about your relationship. Because sometimes when clients hear that, we think you you just need to talk about your relationship all the time. You always need to work at the, uh, the problems. You always need, like, no, it literally could be something like, you know, what were your dreams when you were a child versus your dreams now? And how do those two things compare to one another? Yeah. And he, cause even with my husband, he, he's an artist, but he's by his career right now is him being a truck driver, but he, by truck, by his gift, he is an artist. And I've been pushing him, pushing him and pushing him to get back into his painting and drawing and things like that. And I told him, like, I'm not surprised I married an artist because mm-hmm. like, I am so fascinated by the fact that he can do that. Like mm-hmm. I stalk him. Plus, <laughs> plus you're an artist. Tr- true that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just in the physical form yeah. like, with your body. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that and your way. your vocal cords. Yeah. yeah. I never thought of it that way. That makes that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, op- so openness and honesty, just so we can kind of tighten up mm-hmm. the words of affirmation one is really being accurate and clear about what you're communicating mm-hmm. and intentional sorry uh, yeah no throw it in there <laughs> uh so you know if you are not doing that as well as openness so openness is you are not trying to hide things from your mm-hmm. partner friends family yeah. you know and doesn't mean you have to be an open book you know this is not let you spill every single dark secret that you ever had because <laughs> some things need to go to the grave <laughs> that is true 
It's that it's the level of vulnerability you give mm-hmm. your person. They don't want to feel like they having to pull things out of you and you you have to be okay with being a little uncomfortable because I don't know anybody that even if they're comfortable with their entire life, that vulnerability don't come up and like, Ooh, mm-hmm. and they, mm-hmm. well, let me go and get past it though. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with the openness, that's how you gain trust in relationships because mm-hmm. both of you are being open and honest. Cause that's, that's a part of it too. Both of you are being honest and open with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a foundation to build off of. Dang it. Sorry, guys. We just <laughs> knocking did, down know. the table. <laughs> we, we promise we're not um, drunk in love up here. Okay. No. Um, and then the last one that we, you know, kind of falls under that umbrella is admiration. And this is probably the closest one to words of affirmation because it really is tied to how you speak to another person and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of how you communicate love. And, you know, we've talked about support, encouragement, um, you know, just that type of appreciation for another person or for self. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. So the next love language is quality time. And so quality time is going to be the undivided attention you give your significant other or loved one um, while y'all are doing something. I don't think it means you got to sit there and stare at them and y'all ain't doing nothing. So (laughs) for me, Personally, that could be us literally being on the couch. Maybe he watching the game. I'm reading a book. That's us spending time together intentional Mm -hmm. for other people. It may need to be like a little bit more intense or y'all might need to go and do something, ride bikes together, go work out together, um, go on a specific type of date. Cook together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But quality time looks a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, But I think some people just default to that word you know yeah on the couch together i think you get one of two things when people think of quality time we're on the couch together you know just doing nothing or it needs to be activity based mm-hmm. you know that yeah. uh, you don't see a lot of like gray yeah when, when it comes to quality time mm-hmm. um but it's important and <clears throat> sorry guys um the thing with this one is not quantity no mm-hmm. the love language is called quality time yeah so just because you're around each other every single day that does not mean that the time you're spending together is of quality and substance no I think also an important part is to throw in there that this could also include those quality conversations we were talking about Mm -hmm. um, a moment ago it doesn't mean that it has to be to the level of um, words of affirmation where y'all are only speaking about kind things but um, Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that it is substantial like you're you're really getting into the like meat and potatoes of your thoughts and Mm -hmm. your feelings and things like that the vulnerability comes back up Mm -hmm. yeah when you oh sorry go go ahead when you were talking about giving and receiving Mm -hmm. love languages uh quality time is my number one Mm. receiving got you um and anyone that's ever taken the gallup strengths finder Mm -hmm. remember we did that a few years ago Mm -hmm. my number one was relator Mm -hmm. which is a direct uh line to quality time mm-hmm. i think that's my number one i can't remember it's in it's in my top five it's in your though. top five uh so relator is all about you enjoy relationships but you are very kind of, i don't want to say solitary but like when you're with a person you focus on that person mm-hmm. yeah you know you're not trying to like feel the room and like mingle and be with everybody so if you came to the party so if i go to a party with dr wall mm-hmm. like i'm i'm with dr wall we mm-hmm. go together yeah we mm-hmm. go together like <laughs> we at this party mm-hmm. you know i'm not really trying to be all like oh hey and, and flitter around um you you're know not trying so, to let the woo out <laughs> no no Uh, so this one is very close to quality time that like when you are with this person and again that could be friend family co-worker this does not always have to just be a romantic partner Mm -hmm. but you and that person are together you know you are connected in space and time and you are really focused on whatever it is that you're doing in you know in the presence of one another yeah I think you with quality time you have to determine what you need in that in that moment Mm -hmm. because you it's not going to look the same all the time Mm -hmm. you know that you may one day want to sit on the couch and just do nothing because that's just your self-care that you need that day but you also want to do it with 
your spouse or a significant mm-hmm. other or a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other days you may want to go work out and that's, you know, mm-hmm. what you need at that moment. So it can, the quality time can change. Mm-hmm. I like a point that you just made uh, was self. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the, there is a, an aspect to all of these, whether mm-hmm. it's the five love languages or his needs, her needs that is directed at self directed at others and mm-hmm. then directed at, you know, on a more macro level, like society as a mm-hmm. whole. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're trying to engage in quality time success and what we're talking about right now, like you said, working out, going to the gym or something, or you taking yourself out to eat or, you know, if you want to go pamper yourself, um, if you want to go read, you know, so mm-hmm. that you can gain knowledge. I do think that those are very important pieces to being um, quality driven yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It puts into mind, um, and I'm going to say women do this. <laughs> How we rope our significant others into watching some stupid show that they would never watch. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, I don't really like that, <laughs> but I do. And it, then they end up loving it. Cause I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many husbands I have heard talking about Bridgerton mm-hmm. because their wife wanted to mm-hmm. watch Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. And it was like, nah, she got to watch that with me. We watched that together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of thing pops up all the time, but also we want to make sure we keep connecting it to his needs, her needs. Mm-hmm. Some of those uh, points would definitely be like family commitment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would also be recreational companionship. Yeah, yes. Those were the two that I was thinking mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. one. Um, so recreational companionship is pretty much what it sounds like. You know, we're going out, we're doing things like we want to be involved in some sort of activity. And that could be we're going to get into gardening or mm-hmm. we're going to get into rock climbing or hiking or bicycling or we're going to try to learn new recipes. You know, you and whomever you with are really trying to engage in doing stuff and not just sitting still. Yeah, that's what keeps the relationship spicy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because you are kind of just getting involved with different things that you would not have done in your single life. Yeah. The growth. Yes. I think that's when people think about the spice is gone. It's because y'all stopped growing together. Mm -hmm. Y'all have stopped like reaching forward to whatever is next. Instead, it's just like, Oh, I got him. Oh, I got him. Mm -hmm. We, we good. We complacent now. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Relationships. You can't get complacent with not even your friendships. Exactly. Friendships need work too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, if we don't talk or we don't spend time, we're going to drift apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not doing stuff together. We're not taking no trips together. I don't care if it's to the stove. <laughs> right. Because we in a <laughs> pandemic. But, you know, you got to, you got to do life with the people that you claim to love and quality, you know, time is one of those ways to connect and to be present with each other. It doesn't have to be like one of your top uh, love languages, but it can it is necessary. Mm-hmm. Yes, even if it's over the phone or yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, because it doesn't always have to be in person. Agreed. Um, so I watched this one documentary a few years ago, and it was called um, Happy, and okay. it was all about the idea of happiness and how to achieve happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in reference to kind of tie it together with recreational um, companionship, in the in this documentary, they had some research that they found where the more um, quirky, interesting, like kind of off your typical norm of an activity you can do, the happier it tends to make you, the more memorable it is mm. and the more connected it can make you. Okay. Mm. Um, so just like for um, example, uh, a friend of mine and myself, we went to a 5K run mm-hmm. a few years ago mm-hmm. and it was a mud run. And, you know, mud run is when, you know, they got mud everywhere and it was like an (laughs) obstacle course kind of thing, you know? So we had to like climb, like army climb a wall and like go underneath these tires. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was not just like, we're just going to run a 5k. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) It was an obstacle course. It was Mm -hmm. an obstacle course, you know, in the midst of being a 5k. And, you know, it's still a very memorable moment for me. Now, it's not something I would ever want to do again because I realize as an adult, mud feels disgusting. Um, <laughs> but you don't know that because, you know, you it's been a long time since I played mm-hmm. in the mud. Mm-hmm. Um, and dirt is hard to get out of stuff. So <laughs> I but I remember this activity, you know, and 
it did really like in the moment it was like okay so I'm doing something fun like this is fun Mm -hmm. you know it took away the monotony of what it could have been and it it you know kind of boosts that endorphins or you know I don't know kind of internally specific like neurotransmitters or whatnot dopamine probably Mm -hmm. um but it really kind of solidifies the moment Mm -hmm. of what it was uh, so if you can, when you're trying to do things, especially if we're talking about romantic relationships and you're wanting to spark something again, try to find something that is outside of what you guys would typically do mm-hmm. so that that, you know, creates a new memory path for yeah. you guys. Yeah. So what that sounds like many Psych 101 lessons is neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. So that is the we just, we just gonna use a real aggressive word right now excuse me plowing <laughs> <laughs> more neural pathways in your brain mm-hmm. and typically things like exercise or happy moments or trauma is going to do that for you and the more you do that on a consistent basis in the area of healthiness the better your brain is able to cope with things reshape reshape it's not going to get stuck so that's why when people who have a traumatic um, experience they have those flashbacks they're literally stuck in the grooves of their brains and can't get out of it so it's a flashback Mm -hmm. so what Dr. Strickland was describing she was plowing new neural pathways and being more you know in her her good brain yes. <laughs> healthy brain just thought mm-hmm. i'd add that in there yeah that's good mm-hmm. one, I, one of the things that i did not do as a child and i did not even realize it until i, I did it maybe two years before covid is flying a kite and it was so really? fun i had never flown a kite before I oh, love flying kite i, I, I had the big one i was a child the last time i did that yeah we used to have kite day I'm originally from Abilene, Texas, so, you know, it's a little different there. But (laughs) we had kite day. So I know there would be times when my grandmother, not my grandmother, but my grandfather or my mom would come on kite day. And I had this big 90s looking kite um, and with one of those big handles. And that's like some of the funnest time because it's just like you get to be carefree, Mm -hmm. enjoying your time. I know we also in the summertime used to have like a water balloon and water gun fight, which I think we should do that at the office. We did that while Mm -hmm. your uh, apartment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So I'm like, I love stuff like that Mm -hmm. because it's quality time, but it's not just. You know, y'all know I'm introvert. I ain't just entertain y'all like that. But if we doing something like Mm -hmm. rigorous. I'm all for it. Mm. Yeah, that that water balloon fight was fun. <laughs> I was hurting. The next day, I, was like, uh, I think all of us went in your ha- apartments dripping wet. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. It was fun though. Yeah, I mean that definitely sounds fun as an adult. I saw this meme of this guy. He was like, "I went frolicking today." Yes, and the went, the guy that went became famous on Twitter. Did he? He got, yeah. He became Twitter famous oh. because have y'all frolicked today? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I have not. Let I was me like, try first this. of all, that's not, who's using this word. Uh, uh, we, you know, we make up psychologists make up their words anyway. So I, true. When, <laughs> but I was like, frolic. I mean, that's definitely on some sound and music stuff. Um, but when you think about it, yeah, no. When was the last time you skipped? Or, mm-hmm. you know, really just ran wild in a field somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. Fee- well, y'all probably didn't watch this show, but like Phoebe on Friends, she had this like horrible run. <laughs> <laughs> Her arms were just frolicking. Oh, <laughs> so Phoebe's like a Sinclair. Okay. Cause I was so, like, I don't, yeah. I've never, yeah. uh, if y'all need, I know who reference. friends are, but I've never yeah. uh, watched it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I can see that though. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we got to get back to that level. Yeah. Or, you know, once the pandemic over. I don't know. But we're in Texas, so. Uh, <laughs> the next love language is receiving gifts. And that's a pretty simple cup, you know, to the point when, you know, you like to get things from other people, mm-hmm. whether it's... um a big ticket item or if it's like somebody picking up some wildflowers outside, but the gift it's it's being given to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one's like my, I think my number five. Yeah. I think this one is low on mm-hmm. mine too. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, while I appreciate gifts, mm-hmm. so let me go ahead and put that disclaimer out <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> before this next part come out my mouth, <laughs> but I really don't care. Like yeah. if I don't get a gift, like it doesn't, bother me I don't feel some kind like now I'm side-eyeing you and I feel some kind of way because you didn't get me a gift right like it 
is great and I appreciate gifts mm-hmm. and I love the people that give them to me and I often love what I get. Um, but I would never feel like something was missing in my relationships no. if I didn't get a gift. No. And I think what people have to realize with the receiving gifts, it's, it's a tangible version of giving yourself mm-hmm. to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's the effort that went into the gift. Now, if you just giving me gift cards to places I don't go, it, it really don't make no nothing. But if you come <laughs> Like a, a classic thing when I when I was engaged and he was in the military overseas, he would like every month send me a big old thing of uh, chocolate covered strawberries and stuff like that. I wouldn't even eat them. He don't know this, so if he listening, sorry. <laughs> um, I wouldn't even eat them because I'd be like, oh, he thought about me because it was just the effort. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the effort. You weigh somewhere else taking care of troops and all this other kind of stuff. And you thought enough about your, as you should, mm-hmm. your fiance to be like, okay, let me get this to her. Cause we still got to make our connection. Now this is, I have zero <laughs> in this. I don't care about the gifts. I'm like Dr. Strickland, but I can be very appreciative because I love the effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same. I, I know <laughs> gifts is my last, I mean, well, I think it's maybe my like Fourth next to the, Yeah. So it's not my top two. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean and the thing is my husband he gives me gifts all the time and i definitely appreciate them because they're good gifts <laughs> so i definitely appreciate them. so this is not don't don't stop don't now. stop because you already done started going. it so you got to keep going <laughs> now that's something we got to you know make sure we mention too if you start some now don't start what you can't keep going mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. so yeah so so i definitely appreciate them and but i think because his love language is not gifts either but I think we both pay attention to each other enough. Mm-hmm. And because he's a truck driver, he's not home all Physically. the time. Yeah. All the time. So I try to make sure I listen to something that he says he wants Cause he ha- hardly ever says it. Mm-hmm. So when he said, I get it. Mm-hmm. So I can hear yeah. you up and catch what he said. Oh yeah. That's good. <laughs> hey, that makes sense. I'm horrible at giving gifts. You are not. not. Oh <laughs> yes, I am. It rarely ever comes to mind. Like I usually have to be prompted in order to get gifts for people but why does that make it bad right but just because you have to be prompted no because one for me it's for me it feels like it's not observant of the people in my life that do like gifts oh, um, oh i got you well we don't like them so yeah <laughs> which, is, which is good um because it's just not something that even it, it because it's not important to me mm-hmm. it doesn't register like christmas and like Okay, because I understand that those things come with gifts. Mm-hmm. Those are really the only time where it's something that I it even really registers in my head. Now, I will say it's not my love language receiving, but it is my giving. Because it is my I, giving too. Yeah, because I love giving gifts. Like, I just love it because I, I hope what my message is in giving the gift is that you know that I'm paying attention. Because mm-hmm. like that year I gave you your... um uh microdome yeah the oh, facial yeah. thing mm-hmm. and you didn't you didn't even realize that i paid attention to the fact that you wanted it because mm-hmm. she said it mm-hmm. just in passing so i try to give gifts instead of like well what you want for your birthday i try to pay attention to something that you know dr strickland said mm-hmm. dr wall has said that they wanted that they didn't think people mm-hmm. were paying attention to mm-hmm. yeah. that's how i got my teal blanket that i was laying up under this morning <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i that's how i am as well i like to give that to, i mean y'all know I done been all the way in another country and then brought y'all stuff back. I brought y'all something. <laughs> y'all was on my mind while I was gone. Yep. Yep. I just like to like shower. I like to make people feel good and whatever yeah. way I need to do that. I feel like I'm just going to do that. You yeah. Know? Me too. Yeah. yeah. But I do feel like this one's pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. So I think really the only one that kind of falls under that in the, his needs, her needs book is going to be financial support. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. yeah, that's about the closest Close, you're gonna yeah. come yeah. as far as gifts, and of course, like financial support in that sense is like being taken care of financially and um, mm-hmm. stability and all of that that sort of thing. So it's not exactly the same, but it is the umbrella that it can fall underneath. Mm-hmm. Um. So when I'm talking with couples about financial support, you know, I try to expand that for them. 
Uh, you know, it's not necessarily like you want someone to, like you said, take care of you, mm-hmm. but like, are you guys on the same page about your retirement plan? Mm-hmm. Are you on the same page with how you spend your money and yep. or save and or save are invest. you mm-hmm, invest? Are you earning enough? Like, are you at the income level that you both want to be at? Can you say that again? <laughs> are you be earning a major enough? Issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you earning enough? Are you at the income level that you want to be at? Are you guys in um, in debt and you're, you know, what is your plan for paying down your debt? Mm-hmm. Like that's all part of financial support is not necessarily giving somebody money or being no. a, what you call it? A glucose? No. A glucose? No, that was different. Gold digger. Yeah. It's for this one. That's for uh, sugar baby. Sugar babies. Sh- yes. The, but I'm saying, but that's financial the, support is yes. not about yeah. that. Yeah. I can't remember what the term you Glucose used. Glucose guardian. Guardian. I couldn't remember the second I, word. I actually saw that on one of the medias. I was like, Dr. Wall was telling us about <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. So financial support is not about being a, a sugar mama or a sugar ba- uh, daddy. This is about collectively together. How are you making decisions about the financial stability of your relationship mm-hmm. that is true mm-hmm. anything else on that one ladies no i think, yeah, I think that's I think pretty straightforward yeah. yeah okay so the next one number four of the love languages is acts of services and that's gonna be like when people do things specific for you like I'm notorious for not having no gas in my car, but you know, I I don't got no boo thing. Y'all know this. So I have to remind myself. So luckily T-Mobile reminds me because they have rewards. And so I remember by that way. But so when I've been in relationships, that's normally something that the guy that I'm with takes over immediately because I'm always, Mm. I don't have no gas, but that's washing dishes or picking up after a person or, Hey, I saw that you needed this. And it's like an actual need, not just a gift. I went ahead and got it for you because I knew that that was something that you needed. Mm-hmm. I just realized that this is my husband's number one. I th- He hasn't taken the test, so I'm just guessing. He has not taken the test. Or at least not with me. Um, I But now that I'm looking back on his, this is his, I think this is might be his number one, acts of service. It's a lot of men's top one mm-hmm. it may not be top top in all men but it's, it's uh, number there. one or two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is my number one giving mm. you know gotcha mm-hmm. um my number one receiving is quality time but i will act of service you to death yeah you it's know my number two give uh giving yeah. yeah like okay so i got your 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 uniform ready for work or you know okay i've made sure your your badge was here or mm-hmm. you know stuff like that so i'm a complete like yeah active service giver and, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i'm the same way I'll, i'm that that girlfriend that'll be like babe let's try these masks out because he got dry skin come on let's let's go do this together let's do that together or mm-hmm. hey do you let's go do this you know i i'm always trying to like mm-hmm. better you know and make his life easier for mm-hmm. him yeah i i will definitely say this is my number i would have to even say this is my number it depends so with my husband it's my number one mm-hmm. with my friends it's my number two mm-hmm. which makes sense that's a good distinction because mm-hmm. they sh- can shift depending on who you're dealing with yeah yeah i definitely flow between i would say these are quality time and this one are my top two giving and receiving Mm. but they they i think they flip depending mm-hmm. upon like you said like who i'm dealing with i 100 percent agree with that yeah. yeah now that's my number four give uh receiving gotcha mm. i'd be like i don't really need you to do nothing <laughs> oh no i am all about because the umbrella for this one is domestic support mm-hmm. yes i'm all for it yes mm-hmm. i'm all about wash them dishes yeah i think when i get one laundry of those. When I get one, oh yeah, I yeah. think it'll come up. I think I think <laughs> mine is probably more so like cutting the grass because I don't like I can't mm-mm. um and doing like <laughs> putting air in the tire and stuff like I don't want to touch it mm-hmm. and putting gas in the, like I don't like doing gas either so do that like that's I think that's my acts of service or domestic part like I want mm-hmm. you to take care of the manly stuff that I don't like doing yeah <laughs> I'm a like household yeah mm-hmm. you know like t- help. Mm-hmm. No, let me rephrase because I don't say that. Mm-hmm. I do not like using the word help. Mm-hmm. Contribute. Um, 
to the, to household. the household, mm-hmm. you know, so inside, outside, you know, that we are both doing the, cause I, I don't mind doing a, now specific parts of the grass. Let me say that, you know, I don't mind us doing the grass together. Us doing the garden. I will garden. Yeah. Yes, doing I the like gardening. gardening part. To, well, mm-hmm. I pretty much do that part, but, yeah. um, but us both cooking, us both doing laundry, us both washing dishes, us both taking yeah. care of the dog. You know, like I, I like, that type of support so if i had to rank yeah. my his needs her needs this would i'm not gonna say it's my number one but it's definitely okay. in my top five yeah. it's like what you were saying on one of the sessions a while back you and your husband have broken down things mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. blue chore pink chore purple oh, yeah. chore. Mm-hmm. like that's that's a really neat way to or or you can use your favorite colors yeah. you know yeah. but that's a really neat way to look at it that is acts of service technically mm-hmm yeah, I think for me, the household parts, like, you know, cooking, even though Rodney will cook, um, he mostly grills, but his favorite mm-hmm. meal to cook is breakfast. So he mm. will definitely ki- cook breakfast. Yeah. So, um, but washing dishes, he will, if he's in the kitchen, like he might wash the breakfast dishes, which cool. I'm, I ain't going to stop you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. he... I can probably count on my hand how many times he's washed clothes, but I I don't know what it is about. Like, I just like to make sure he has his uniforms ready or not uniforms because he don't, but his work clothes, yeah. you know, washed and clean. Cause in one time I, I do remember one time he was like, babe, I don't never have to worry about not having no clean, uh, whatever Papa John stuff he do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's training. I think we mm. grew up in a generation yeah of very traditional women regardless if we had traditional mothers all the way through because they was out there getting it too yeah but they gave us very traditional values which was you know take care of your man and do certain things like that and those are still ingrained in us now for me personally because I grew up in I saw that between my grandmother and my grandfather thank God but I also grew up with my just my mom you know and us in that one home and so I was very self-sufficient very independent so it I have to like turn on a specific part of my brain and be like oh you're in a relationship now so Mm -hmm. these things this is on you now (laughs) well not on me but allowing him oh oh, gotcha to do it because I don't receive like it's not on my receiving it's Mm -hmm. like I have a I have one point Every Ooh. time I take, I have one point in uh, acts of service, acts of service, and I have zero in gifts. Oh wow! So like I'm heavy on the other ones, but gotcha. I have to like okay, he can do some. Yeah, he can help me because yeah. I've I'm just that's the way I was trained. Like I know how to change my oil, change my tires. Like I don't really need. But I want to give the person that I'm dating space in my life. I can't just be like, I don't need you, but I want you. That don't go together. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Because I need and want you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel that same way. Uh, I don't even remotely close worry about anything automotive at all. Because mm-hmm. you got your own personal mechanic. I at, know. Yeah, like at Shoot, all. Shoot, if y'all wasn't so far, bring my car over there when I need something. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, so like, I even though it's been so long since I've had to do anything mm-hmm. on my own related to a vehicle, like, I, I it's like, I don't even remember how many miles I need in order to like <laughs> no. change my oil or get my tires done. If I hear something, I let him know and yep. then that's it. I, I, I'm done. But it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like my, yeah. I have a cousin, shout out to my cousin Jamal. He has a detailing service and I get him to detail my car or whatever. He took my car two weeks ago. He done put air in my tires. He done changed my offset. Loves me. <laughs> <laughs> That's that acts of service. You know, because okay. I'm just not. I don't think of it like yeah. that. I'm like, I just, I just gave you the car so you could detail it mm-hmm. and like clean it up and stuff like that. But I was like, you better be out here being a man and stuff, and you got a whole wife. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. Got love acts of service. Mm-hmm. Little stuff. Little stuff. Yeah, yeah it is and, the little stuff that count. Yeah, there's conveniences. I mean, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh man, you got you put my purse by the door. Mm-hmm. And, you know you had my cup ready mm-hmm. or you had my lunch already you know in this little container or whatever it could be you know mm-hmm. it's all sometimes mm-hmm. active services is also about making life convenient for the person that you yes. are um, dealing with and that's why that's why you have to be very mindful of these things because when they stop if they stop the person that you were acts of service in two they think something is wrong yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. instant neglect mm-hmm yeah, and I if any of these are hard for you, I always 
recommend to my clients to set a, a reminder in your calendar, kind of similar to what Dr. Strickland was saying with her words um, when she, you know, gives words to people, set a reminder. Like you ain't got to come off the top of your head, especially if your partner is needing something in one of your areas that's lower on your list. It's not going to come second nature. Just make sure you, you put a little reminder in your phone. Mm-hmm. And just because y'all have opposite lists Mm -hmm. (laughs) it doesn't mean that you're not compatible you just have to figure out if you're willing to give them their number their top two Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i agree with that yep and then did you want to say anything extra about the domestic support for his needs her needs you feel good about that one Mm -mm. okay it's about taking care about your home just taking care of the inside outside you know aesthetics obviously but also structurally Mm -hmm. you know and how you divvy up um uh job duties things Mm -hmm. like that yeah, you can probably even throw family commitment. It, it can probably go in a couple of categories because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, you, mm-hmm. stuff be going on in the family and you need both parties mm-hmm. yes. present. Mm-hmm. Um, but on to the last love language, that is physical touch. And this is another one that I was saying <laughs> kind of gets a bad rap because people mm-hmm. automatically only think about sex. Yes. And it ain't about the sex no. only. Um, it can be the power of like the touch that you give somebody holding hands, women putting their cold feet on, you know, their, their partner's leg or whatever. So, you know, it's not just about that. It's the physical reconnection to each other. Uh, a prime example of that would be, um, I have a lot of times when I have couples who are disconnected, I have them greet each other when they come into the home. And then they also have to, um, tell the person bye or, you know, give a hug or something like that because they are so disconnected physically that us trying to work on sexual therapy related stuff, they're not going to be able to do that because they're not comfortable with each other's bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That affection is, is real. Like that's how, cause, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That's one of the things that's physical touch and quality time are my top two. Mm. And I know I probably drive Rodney crazy because <laughs> every time he sits down, I'm just touching him. Okay. So you're the, the Derek to me. <laughs> well, he don't, he never complains. I mean, he touched me. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> that's yeah. Derek's number one. He likes to believe his number one is quality time. Uh, but his number one is physical touch because it, it, yeah he do he touch her all the time like if you ever watch them yeah he he um orbits around her yes it's hilarious (laughs) it's cute i love it uh yeah one time uh, a friend of mine uh we were doing something i don't know if it was a cupid shuffle or something it was some weird thing we were doing at the house um at my mom's house when we were risen one time and my friend was like girl he just watched you the whole time Mm -hmm. and i was like really she was like yeah she said it's so cute it is uh, but he is n- <laughs> physical touch, and it don't matter what kind. It can go all the way down to the, you know, the horizontal polka, from, <laughs> you know, all the way up to like he wants to like like touch my eyebrow or something or like my eyelashes. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. Hey, I'm okay with that. I mean, mine is hot. You know, it's up there. But I did want to read something from the book on this because I thought it was like a very good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chapman says whatever. Let me get my English together. Whatever there is of me resides in my body. To touch my body is to touch me. To withdraw from my body is to distance yourself from me emotionally. So that's a good way to look at it. It, You need to have some type of connection, even if it's not, even if it's not your thing. So maybe touch their shoulder. Like it don't have to be this whole overt PDA type situation, even though I welcome that, you know, me personally, but (laughs) this was an area that I had to grow in Mm. like, you know, severely, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we've talked a little bit about, um, our background. So physical touch Mm -hmm. was not something that was, you know, heavily involved Mm -hmm. in, you know, my background. So being with a partner whose love language is they want to kiss you. They want to hug you. They want to, you know, grab you. They want to, you know, like, I just want to hug him and squeeze him and love him. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Like everything, like that's how they, it's like love oozes through their fingertips. (laughs) Um, So it took a lot, like it was severely overwhelming initially um, to kind of, it felt like being poked and prodded. 
you know, yeah. for somebody that's not used to having someone just kind of hug them all the time or they want to sit kind of intertwined on the couch. And, you know, mm-hmm. that it took some conscious effort to be like, OK, wait, 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 get yourself together. <laughs> it's OK. Mm-hmm. Chill out. Um, so, of course, this has gotten ridiculously better over the years. But like initially, this was a really hard part um, of the early stages of our relationship that. And this goes back to some of all the stuff we've said before about paying attention to what, you know, your partner needs Mm -hmm. and can you accommodate that Mm -hmm. at least part way. You may not ever be where they are, but you can at least give them enough so that they feel and see that you understand this is what they need. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, The, his needs, her needs, that's going to be, of course, you know, sexual, sexual fulfillment (laughs) And there's another one. Affection. It? Affection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's going to fall under, you know, the category we were just talking about. So what I like about his needs, her needs with this one specifically is that they separate the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because physical affection and sexual affection are not the same. At so all. men, affection does not only mean sex. No. Uh, so th- that's in particular why I like his needs, her needs. Mm-hmm. Because... You have affection, which is all of the stuff we've already described, you know, a pat on the butt or a hand on the shoulder, a hug, a kiss. You know, it's all of the kind of like mm-hmm. non erogenous types of activity. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, you got sexual fulfillment, which is a whole nother category within itself. Yeah. And um, so I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So for some people, for some men, what I need you to understand is that if your um, wife or significant other is if this is one of her top two, one of the things she won't be able to do, if you don't give her the physical part of it during the the affectionate part of it during the day, it's going to be difficult for her to give sexual intimacy at night. Cause some women need the physical affection throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And whether it's a slap on the butt, whether it's a, you know, I want to kiss you text or something like that. You know, she needs something to lead her into the bedroom. Mm -hmm. You can't be hot and cold. And this, this statement has stuck with me the whole time that I've been, you know, a sex therapist. And this is not for everybody because everybody's body is different, but this is just a general statement that um, I use is that men are microwaves. Women are ovens. Mm-hmm. Oh, I usually say slow cookers. Mm-hmm. That too. Yeah, yeah. Like that That's one too. Usually what I yeah. say. Mm-hmm. So it has to preheat. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that the preheat has to be long if you've been doing the things that she needed because that's different for every person. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, my physical touch is high, but I'm also a sapiosexual. So if you're only talking to my body, you're not going to get my body. I need you to talk to my mind. Mm-hmm. I need to be um, intellectually stimulated before I'm physically stimulated. So anybody, you know, this this goes into if you're not meeting each other's needs if your focus is solely on what you're getting versus what you're giving out in the relationship you're going to miss it you're not going to be at a place that is healthy for both of you it's going to be a very selfish interaction yeah mm-hmm. i agree yeah. anybody got time for selfishness now right no. I agree. Yeah. I feel like this one is pretty straightforward too. Yeah, it is. Um, But of course, in all this consent is, I think is a major thing um, within this one as well. Stay right. Consent and stop using coercion. And don't just because she didn't say no, does not mean she consented. Mm -hmm. Because you still need that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. That is true. true. Both ways. Uh, And I don't, it's not just like because someone is your partner that this person is obligated to allow you to be affectionate and or sexual towards them. Mm-hmm. You know, you this also goes into being observ- observant and paying attention to where your partner is at the time. Mm-hmm. So if they are having a bad day, but you are interested in, you know, kind of being affectionate slash intimate slash sexual and that's just not where they are yeah you know so even if that's your number one and in a general sense they would normally be ready and open to you know kind of receiving that if they're not in that mood Mm -hmm. you know not forcing and pushing what you want onto this person 
And see, this is when the uh, open and honesty come in, openness Mm -hmm. and honesty come in, because that's where you can have that type of conversation to let them know, hey, I had a bad day today. You know, I I know my love language is physical touch, but I just don't want to be touched Mm -hmm. right now because Mm -hmm. I have anything. And, And make sure you let them know if it has something to do with them or not. Mm-hmm. So that they are aware, so they don't walk away wondering like, okay, what's going on? I don't know. You know, you have to have that open and honest type of conversation so that they can be on the same page. Yeah. I literally had mm-hmm. this conversation with a client earlier and we were discussing, um, she's, you know, switching up some medication and because of that, there, you know, there's side effects and her body has to acclimate. And one of the things that she's feeling is anxiety in the mornings, um, due to that. And so, you know, I gave her some suggestions and things, but the problem is one of her coping skills is to request a hug from her significant other, which, you know, her, her body technically is floating when she's waking up and her coming back into consciousness when Mm -hmm. she wakes is messing her up. Mm -hmm. So he's grounding her, but he is not able to say, I just need to ground her and I don't need to be grinding her mm-hmm. you know because that's that's where his mind automatically goes and I said well you need to have a conversation about it and let him know if you can take care of my needs first then I can initiate taking care of your needs but don't you cross over the line because you don't know if I'm good yet mm-hmm. and I said if you can make the commitment to him to do that then it works out for both parties but if y'all are not communicating that and not um, reading the room it's going to be a problem every time yeah absolutely yeah. So we've been talking about this the whole time. Ladies, you want to go and share like what your top love languages are and mm-hmm. all that good stuff? Yeah. My top two are quality time and physical touch. My top two are quality time and acts of service. So I got three way time. <laughs> of course. <laughs> 10, 9, 8. Like literally 10, 9, 8. So my top one currently is physical touch, quality time, and then words of affirmation. Yeah, my third was words of affirmation. Uh, I can't remember my numbers, but it was definitely third. Um, and then was physical touch and uh, gift giving mm-hmm. was, after, was my, my last. Mm-hmm. I think my third was acts of service. My fourth was gift giving. And I can't, uh, maybe my fifth one was words of affirmation. I don't know. I can't remember that one. I don't know where that one falls, but I I, I do know my top two is quality time and physical touch yeah mm-hmm. so that's just proof y'all women can want physical touch mm-hmm. and in fact i think women probably think about it a lot more than y'all think no. <laughs> mm-hmm. probably yes yes <laughs> we'll just leave it at that yep. <laughs> do y'all have any suggestions for people who are struggling to give love or to receive love when it comes to the five love languages or his needs, her needs. My first off the top is, are you actually operating in the one that is true to you? Mm-hmm. That's first. Yeah. Cause if you're operating out of the one that you think works or the one you think you want, then you're all like we talked about last session about how you're viewing the world and what lens you're, mm-hmm. you know, um, looking at things through this applies to that as well so if i'm not operating in the one that's true to me i'm going to be looking at the the love that i receive from others in a skewed way yeah i would have to say make sure you're ready and what i mean by that is if you can't give yourself your own um top (laughs) yeah your own love (laughs) Mm -hmm. then you won't be able to give it to someone else so Mm -hmm. if your top one is quality time then spend some quality time with yourself Mm -hmm. before I got married I used to go eat I'll go out to eat go to movies all of that stuff by Mm -hmm. myself Mm because if I can't spend time with me won't nobody else want to spend time Mm -hmm. with me either and you don't know what you like going to the movies by myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes y'all know I I will wander (laughs) by myself but a practical thing and We've all said this, and this is something that I feel people don't do. Go take the dang test. Yes. <laughs> like the test there Start off for there. you. Like why are you trying to guesstimate mm-hmm. what it is when you can just go take the test? Stop being lazy and knowing it all because I can't. 
I, I know what I, I know what I am. How did you write this material? You researched it. You you Gary Chapman. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so go take the test, get the information and figure it out. Because like we said, when you take the test, it is going to tell you what you like to receive. You may still have to figure out what you like to give, though. And ask the people around you, mm-hmm. you know, how have how have you seen me exhibit love to you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because people, if you give them an opportunity, some people will really let you know. Yeah. They'll let you know where you're lacking and then they'll let you know what you've been doing well in. Now, if you do this, this be is open to receive yeah, it. This is where you got to go into the his needs, her needs area. You mm-hmm. got to be ready and open yeah. to receive that kind of honesty from somebody. Because if you're not, it will tear you to shreds. Mm-hmm. Don't be like Officer Nicole when ready for Noni's words. Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agreed. Okay. Anything else, ladies? I think think that's that's it. it. All right. So as you guys know, we normally end off every uh, session with a quote. And uh, today's quote is brought to you by Rob Liano. And it goes, if you don't know what you want, you'll never find it. If you don't know what you deserve, you'll always settle for less. You will wander aimlessly, uncomfortably numb in your comfort zone, wondering how life has ended up here. Life starts now. Live, love, laugh, and let your light shine. Must be this volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.